0: Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services. And I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs again that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below when you purchase their services let them know Derek sent you Another one. That's Scar. That's Brandon. I'm Derek. What up? What's up? man? Gracie,
1: I can finally, I can finally admit the 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 problem that that I said too much in an earlier episode. I can finally admit it. When that happens, I'm gonna say what I said and why I shouldn't have said that.
0: Gracie, man.
1: Yeah, but Gracie, fuck, man, fuck Gracie, man. I
0: mean, I. <coughs> Like, why Why would they even take her in, fam? Like, yo, she's with the enemy no matter how you look at it. Either she's fucking Caster or she's a Prolethean.
1: Yeah.
2: Or she tried to kill Helena. She's just in love. I'm not mad at Greasy.
1: She's sprung.
0: No one ever talks about that as a T-Pain song.
1: I do. I like that song, right? People but you do a know, lot when of things not, for love. I like, I like songs. I like, uh, I like songs that are actually kind of like love songs that don't involve like just basically talking about fucking. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because there's like, there's like, like there's a lot of R and B songs, like modern R and B, um, that it's all really just about having sex. And it's just like, no, that song and and bartender are songs that are just like like being cool with somebody and in the process of falling in love. And it's just like, except for fucking Akon's part in bar, Bartender, when he fucks up the whole fucking song. Um, well, one thing I hate, I hate Akon's voice. can't stand it. Um, Second of all, like, you know, you made a song about like, hey, I went and I found somebody and I really like hanging out with her. And I think we're going to try to make something out of this. And then Akon comes and is like, yo, yo, yo. I'm trying to fuck this bitch. Like, you know what I mean? I'll let your boy, can I get the keys so I can go fuck her in the car? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's basically Akon's uh, verse on Bartender. And it's like, come on, man. Like, he made a let's song keep in about- the room. He, he just made a song about liking somebody. And like, you know, he broke up with his girl. He went to the club and was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna chill at the bar. And then it was like, holy shit, I really like this bartender lady. So let's, you know, me and you, let's hang out. And that's what the song is about until Akon.
0: Yeah, Akon, from where he is now, from where he was, where he is now is like, I never saw that coming.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, but this, it, it, I mean, this happens when you get Lady Gaga money behind you. True. Lady Gaga money can do some things.
0: But yeah, man. So they show up in London, uh, Miss S, Sarah, and Felix, and they go straight to the bar. Because, you know, that's where uh Miss S's homeboy Terry is hanging out at. And they tell him about the rhyme that they found about London Town. And he's like, I recognize that number at the end. That's a that's an inmate number. That's one of the Queen's visitors. Right. And he was like, yeah, those numbers, they stopped doing that in the 80s. So this person is old, old. And she was like, oh, okay. Um, And he's like, give me a little while I'll look into it. And he said that. And I was like, damn, he must be caster. But he wasn't. He's good people. Um, Virginia, uh, who now has her hand bandaged up, does the neurological tests on Rudy, which I still don't. I mean, I guess if you mess up on these questions, that's how they know you're glitching. Because if the question is... Um Kool-Aid is good. Kool-Aid is red. Therefore, everything red is good. That doesn't work.
1: I think it's a it's a neurological disease and it I think it I think what, what they're testing is they're checking their eyes for pupil dilation in response to a neurological quandary that they should be able to figure out but the but the disease starts affecting that
0: and i mean rudy is like yo i'm not happy about the fact that i got this thing going on how are we gonna fix it how much time i got and she's like well we hope to find the the cast or original and i have a team working tirelessly to uh, decipher that book that we got um and at the hendrix house Helena and Jim are hanging out. And I haven't seen Oscar in like nine, 10, 11 episodes. My nigga. Like,
1: right. right. He's just been gone. We, right. we only see Jim.
0: And she comes in and snitches on him. So we know he's, he didn't go, he didn't Judy up the stairs or anything. Right. Like Oscar's making fun of my, making fun of my karate geek. Cause I'm small. And, Helena's like being small is good. Here's what you do: you act like you're scared, you chop him in the throat, and then you gouge your eyes out.
1: Helena <laughs> just basically goes, "You take a
0: dog and you choke him." I'm like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I grab a dog Man. and I choke him. Um, and Gracie's like, "We don't, we don't, we don't do that around here. You don't do that anymore, Helena." And the look in her eye was like, "Do I though?" <laughs> it's like, like just because I don't, don't mean I won't. Just because, so I have a cousin. And my cousin used to be a prominent uh, gang member in South Central LA. Couldn't be. Uh, he's the one who taught me how to hit a fence Um, when I was four. Okay. And so he was a don't prominent, like fences. he was a prominent gangbanger up until the time that he met his wife and they got married because he met her when they were still young, but they, you know, dated and got married and then had children. He really calmed down after he had children. They came and visited me a couple years ago. And the eldest daughter who at that time was like 16 was begging me, please tell me some stuff about my dad's past. Cause he doesn't talk about it ever. And I just know he's not the person that he says he is. And he used to be somebody else. And I'm like, why? And he was like, because she lives in, like Pasadena or some nice area, she just wants to know, she wants to be a gangster. And I'm telling her she ain't no gangster. And she's like, why were you? And I can't tell her what I used to do. So I was like, I ain't gonna tell her about what you did. Like, that's a conversation we ought to have somewhere down the line, if ever. But she was so mad at him and so mad at me because he wouldn't tell her about his past. But the look in his eye is constantly like, nigga, I used to stomp people the fuck out. By myself,
1: <laughs> nigga. I'll fuck you the
0: fuck up. Right? Like, don't <laughs> push me. It, and that's the look that was in Helena's eyes. Like, do not, do not push me. And Gracie's like, okay, I got, I got, I got a doctor's appointment. And then she comes over and hugs Helena all awkwardly. And I was like, she ain't got no fucking doctor appointment. Right then, right then. Thank you for everything, Helena. Goodbye.
1: Like, what the fuck? That was that was later though. That was later. Still, yeah. She tells. She tells. Allison, that she has a doctor's appointment when Allison was trying to tell her about um, about what to do when she went into bubbles that day.
0: And it's like, nigga, you've only been here for like three days. Why are you hugging me? Why are you hugging she, on
1: me? She, she didn't hug her. She hugged Elena.
0: Why are you hugging on me? I don't care. Don't be hugging on me. You've only been here yes, three days. It's nice. Gracie tried to smother... Helena, we do not call her nice. She didn't know any
2: better at that point. She was
0: brainwashed. I wouldn't call
1: call her nice. I would call her naive.
0: You know what? Right now, you sound like the motherfuckers who out there stand up for that motherfucker who killed them kids. She didn't know any better. Yeah, they said the same thing about
2: him. You don't know religious brainwashed people? You never met none of them? No, yeah. have you?
1: I should yeah, no, I, I seen the person, worst that's religious. I seen the person wait. wait, wait. <laughs> I seen <it. laughs> every I've seen I've seen the worst religious take on that shooting ever. See, it's, They posted a picture, right? And it was um, it was a okay. gun and a rock. And they said, "Can't kill Abel with a rock." God didn't get rid of all of the rocks. What we have is a people. Problem. <laughs> <Bigger>. <laughs> what? what we have is a people problem, not a gun problem. It was like, yeah. yeah, but you can't kill twenty fucking people in a few minutes with a rock.
0: How the kids I learn mean, about to be how, honest, how the kids the rock can religion. kill Like twenty people in skyscraper in a few minutes with duct tape. You get indoctrinated, right? That's the one where
1: he had the fake leg?
0: Yeah, the fake leg and duct tape. What are you saying, Brandon?
2: When you're a little kid, they take you to church, they make you go to church, they make you go to to Sunday school. You don't have no choice in the matter. Hmm. Five-year-old's not like, I don't want to be a Christian. It's like, no, you're taking your ass to church on Sunday. And Wednesday. And you get indoctrinated. And, And then by the time you're older, you're all into the Jesus, and so that's the Jesus. Now that's, imagine that's if Jesus. <laughs> imagine if it's a much more hardcore, radical religion, and you five years old, and they take you to whatever that shit is, and then by the time you 18 years old, that's all you know. You think Amish people? You think the Amish girls? know I, I like like that on on purpose. Like they chose to. No, they got indoctrinated into that. Now some of them may want to be that way but they ain't had no choice growing up. She was a prolethian; She had no choice. What's she going to do? I don't want to be a prolethian, dad. I don't want to be a prolethian no more. You don't want to be a prolethian? Go get in that fucking cage. That's what they were doing to her. She had no <laughs> so her mouth shut fam. <laughs> she had no choice in that shit. I don't want to be a prolethian no more.
0: So, my mouth shut isn't what I signed up for.
1: Uptown, it's the baby. Same Uptown.
0: Who down, who down by
1: law? I mean, you got to be careful with that because, like, we talk about people that are abusers, like, you know. Who, Joe?
0: Nope. Oh, yeah, I know Fat Joe. Fuck that dude.
1: Not fat, That's not Fat Joe.
0: Or, right, I'm sorry, that's being fun.
1: That's fun. He pissed the the fuck out of his uh his, out
0: of his, his wife. wife. Yeah, fuck that dude. <sighs> but yeah, Donnie's still over at Bubbles because that nigga got knocked the fuck to sleep. Yeah. And his face covered up with bruises after his fight with Jason the night before. Now look, I wanna say this Jason won the fight. What he did after that made him a bitch.
1: Straight whole ass shit, nigga.
0: Right. Whole like, ass shit. You just going to fuck over Allison because her husband fought you. But you've been pushing up on his on his wife in front of him. What do you think was going to happen?
1: He a whole ass nigga for this shit, yo.
0: So Lionel comes and knocks on the door and he's like, yo, we taking all the drug inventory. And Donnie's like, why? And he's like, because Jason's the one who vouched for you with Pauchy, and now he doesn't vouch for you anymore, so we need the shit back.
1: That's a bitch move.
0: Right? And he's like, hey, what's that over there? This uh Helena's nitrogen nitrogen tank. Yeah, and because
1: he was he was looking for the drugs and they weren't there.
0: Yeah, he found the dinosaur eggs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it looks important.
0: He was like, what is that? And Donnie was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And he was like, cool, I'm taking it. Strike one. Donnie has to return all the drugs to Pouchy to get the tank back. Now, does this mean that Jason is a punk ass motherfucker? Yes. You know how we know he's a punk ass motherfucker? Because he doesn't show up in this episode at all.
1: Not one bit.
0: He sent somebody else to do his dirty work like a little bitch.
1: Straight hoe ass nigga. No, Jason didn't send him. Pouchy
0: did. Because Jason went and didn't vouch for him anymore.
1: Yeah. And, no, just, and Jason honestly, went back. Jason went back to Pouchy. and was like I don't fuck with these niggas no more. And,
0: and honestly, so like, I don't know who Lionel works for because initially he brought them to Jason.
2: He worked for Pouchy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But initially. When he patted them down and was like, "Hey, Donnie, you got to stay out here in the car out way outside with me while she goes and talks to him." Jason probably told him, "Hey, keep keep the guy away while I talk to her."
2: So he worked for both of them. I think he worked for Pouncey that, and, and, and Jason worked for Pouncey. And I don't and think he, we
1: see, I don't see I don't think we see Jason uh anymore at all.
0: That's good. Otherwise, he get them hands E Eve for everybody. At Shay's apartment, Cosima's uh, looking over the dossier that. <laughs> she's looking over the dossier that Delphine gave her. And uh, she's surprised to find out that Shay was a soldier. Nothing past that. Just pictures. Just pictures. Pictures of them sitting together, pictures of them being intimate, pictures of them holding hands walking down the street, and a picture of her as a blue eyed ass soldier. And Cosima's like, fuck this motherfucker. <laughs>
1: Right. It's like, yo, um, you just you just completely looked over all of this stuff that someone has been spying on you this whole time and just said. Neh. So let me make sure I got this straight. Delphine is
0: obviously spying on you because she passed you the information that she got through spying on you. But because Shay asked about Sarah when you talked in your sleep, because I don't think I talk in my sleep. Nigga niggas don't think they snore. Brandon, do you snore? Yeah. Scar, do you snore? Absolutely. How long did it take y'all to believe that you snored?
1: Oh, I do.
2: First time someone told
1: me.
0: I hate y'all both. So she was like, Casimo was like, why did someone sleep. lie about that?
1: <laughs> I used to snore. used to, I used to, I used to snor- snor- argued it
0: many times.
1: I used to snore so loud that my ex-wife had to try to make sure that she went to bed before me because if she tried to go to sleep after me, it was a problem actually trying to go to sleep.
0: I feel that. But yeah, she was like, um, I don't sleep talk because sleep talk is is weird. It's creepy. Nigga, what? And Mm -hmm. also because Shay wanted to see the book, the Island of Dr. Moreau book. Those are the reasons why she doesn't trust Shay anymore.
1: And the thing is, and the thing is like they set Shay up to be, Such a, you know, from the very beginning, they were setting her up to be the person that we blame when this shit started to happen. But let's be honest about this. She didn't get very far in that fucking book to see. And, like, did she know what she was looking for when she saw that book? Mm -hmm. Like, even if she was caster, like, how would she know what she was looking at?
2: I think they did a great job this episode because... It was so obvious that it wasn't Shay mm-hmm. from the moment you start watching the show. And I'm just like, why are you why do you have this so long storyline when it's obvious to anybody for watching this TV show that it's not this woman?
0: Like, she just appears out of nowhere. I mean, if anything, if anything, she could have been a monitor, except, oops, we know Delphine is her fucking monitor. So. I don't know. But yeah, that whole switch was just weird. Rudy mentioned to Scott that Kasima's sick and needs the original DNA, and Kasima confessed that Shay is well aware of uh, Kasima's illness. Yeah, Shay knows that I'm morbidly ill, and um, I mean, everybody who looks at me knows that I'm morbidly ill. But Shay knows too, so that's three things, right? And she was in the army; she was a soldier. With the blue eyes,
2: I'm a soldier. Hey,
0: hey, 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 hey.
2: They don't. They don't say that in that song.
0: What song was that? I don't was even the, know. Are you talking about the Eminem song where he's sounding? Yeah, he's
1: doing his best Tupac impression. Yeah, the Eminem song.
0: Oh, wasn't that the song where he was apologizing for saying nigga?
1: No. But the the song "Soldier," he the, his inflections and the way that he is rapping sounds so much like he is channeling Tupac.
0: Well, he always wanted to be Tupac, so he will never be on the Mount Rushmore list. I don't give up. He's fun. a better rapper than Tupac. I can tell
2: you that.
1: Very much so. That's not that's <laughs> very not much.
2: So. I don't even think that's debatable. Yeah, Tupac's not a great rapper. No, he's not. <laughs> I was listening to that. I went back and re-listened. Me and Brandon had to drive somewhere far, and we listened to the um, the slow burn with Tupac and Biggie. And so on the way back, we—I already listened to it, but she never listened to it. And so then we on the way back, we were listening to some Tupac songs, and I was like, "He's so much worse than Biggie. Like he's so much worse than him." (laughs) As a no, he's not. No, he's
1: not. Be be careful. You know, you know, Rashani's a fan. Be careful.
2: Well,
0: no, what I'm saying is... They're oh, both, so it's like
1: Kobe fans.
0: No, what I'm saying is they're both eminently talented.
1: Yeah, um, and knowing that, that Kobe is not the greatest of all time. He's nowhere close to the greatest of all time. He's a fucking volume shooter. He's basically tall Iverson.
0: But what I'm they're, saying they're is They're the this. same
1: type of player. It's just, you know, Kobe has, Kobe has more height. They're the same fucking player.
0: What I'm saying is this... Tupac Tupac was a rapper who, honestly, the stuff that he put out prior to his death was electric, and he had really great songs. Uh, I think that he put out music that literally was emulated. So if Eminem is a better rapper than Tupac, then he came up listening to Tupac, so
2: I would hope he'd be better than him. But Tupac had a lot of energy, and that, and he had swag, and he had a uh, a thousand he had a he had something that he had a gravitas to him, which I made think, him great.
1: I think I the think two no what you what you're trying to say is Tupac had all of the charisma. Yes, and, he and was he very had, charismatic, and he had a, a empathic ability to make you feel what he's feeling sometimes. Like through like the way that he is talking and stuff like that. Cause like you listen to some Tupac and you and then you kinda look at yourself and you're like, Why the fuck am I mad right now?
2: Most of people talk about him like he's a great MC, like as a rapper. He's not great as a
1: rapper. Nah, th- th- I know they, they, those people are not the worst. The worst people are the people that call this him a revolution. got no more they get you. In pitiful punk niggas cop and please, puffing weed as I position myself to clock cheese. My enemies scatter in suicidal situations. Never to witness the wicked shit that they was facing. Pockets is packed with presidents pursue your riches. Evading to play a hating trick while hitting switches.
2: Yeah, that sounds like Tupac.
1: I absolutely don't fucking care. Like, I just, like... You know what? I forgot.
0: I forgot. I I forgot two things. Real simple. One, there was a time where Scar got on a podcast with other folks who I shouldn't have cared about their opinion. And they all took time out to talk about every single West Coast rapper that I liked. So (laughs) your opinion is invalid. wait.
1: When did I do that?
0: When y'all got on there and talked bad about E-40, you got on there and talked bad about Tupac. You got on there and talked bad about the Loonies. One, two, three. All it's Tupac,
2: is right. West I Coast rapper. Well,
1: I can, how the fuck can I talk about the Loonies? I don't know very much Loonies. I can name maybe two songs. So how can I say anything about the loonies? I was wondering I mean, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I de- so that definitely wasn't me because there was no way that the loonies would come up in conversation with me at any time at anywhere on any fucking planet. I know two songs. I can't judge them. You on can't two accuse songs. me
2: either. Cause all I did was listen to West Coast hip hop. That
1: was my shit. And Tupac,
2: I wouldn't call him a West Coast rapper either.
1: No, what? because 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 on his most songs, of his music came out before he even went west, and then what? like and then the song where he talks about like nothing nothing like the old school, he's describing New York, <laughs> like you know what <laughs> I <I'm> mean. <laughs> Baltimore, <laughs> dog, he's not a West Coast rapper. But but like that song, he's like describing New York, and it's like he wasn't wearing uh, khaki suits in fucking
2: Compton, he wasn't in Crenshaw, he wasn't in Watts with Tyrese. So because he
0: wasn't in L.A. He was in Oakland, dog. He went to Oakland for
2: like a, a, for like a year. Okay. He's from Baltimore, dog. He I'm was doing proofs in Baltimore. I'm i I'm
0: aware he's from Baltimore.
2: He didn't go to California till he Him. was like 21. He died at 26. He's from the same place <laughs> that, that Jada is from. <laughs> he ain't no fucking West Coast
1: rapper. Okay. Yeah. Let's I I like Tupac. I don't love Tupac. I like Tupac, Tupac a lot. But I I just hear,
2: it's one of those things. I mean, Scar said it perfectly to me. Like, I always compare it to Kobe fans. Not long I had to hear people tell me Kobe was better than LeBron when he's not better than LeBron at, like, any single solitary thing. Like, not a
1: single thing. (laughs) Bruh, if we, if, if, like, we talk about efficiencies and the stats, he's not better than Dwayne Wade. You know what I mean? Like, if we're talking about efficiencies, he's not better than Wade. And And I love Kobe. It's just like the overhyped. And, and Dwayne like people Wade, be like
2: Biggie and Tupac, are the two goats. I'm like, Dwayne Wade is, is only made?
1: on a Mount Rushmore in Miami. That is it. And like he's he he is one of the greatest players to play, but he is not on anyone's Mount Rushmore except for in Miami. And that his, was
2: very Stephen A. Smith like scar. He's not. He's only on Rushmore about Bernie. He's only he is one of the greatest players to play, though. But, and then you get back to,
1: get back yeah, to your, I, think, I think he, I think Dwayne Wade deserves to be in the 75, but I don't think that he deserves to be anywhere over 25 in the, in the well, 25 yeah, he's not top 25,
2: but he's definitely top he's 50. 20.
1: Yeah. But like, you know, if you do efficiencies and all of that kind of stuff, he is the second best shooting guard of all time.
2: Yeah, but you'll never get anywhere with that. You can, you'll never no. win that argument with any any Kobe
1: stand. No, not not at all. I mean, like I said, Kobe's a volume shooter. He's Allen Iverson with height. Like you know, no, what That's I mean? an
2: insult, too. He's a much better defender than Allen Iverson.
1: He's Allen Iverson with height. Trust He's me on
2: much this. He's a much better
1: defender than Allen Trust Iverson. Trust me on this. He's Allen Iverson with height.
2: Allen what? Iverson was a cone. He couldn't guard anyone. He just got steals in the passing lane. He used to yeah. get cooked by bums.
1: But but I mean, then, then we have to put that on Steph Curry too. Do you really want to go? Steph dead? Curry's a much with better Curry, defender Curry now. Curry fans, what, with Curry fans, do you really want to do that with Curry fans? Because like, because they typically, especially when they get to the fucking finals, they have to hide him on defense. Yeah, but he's like, a much better defender let's, now. Let's he's be honest,
2: much, much better because he gained like thirty pounds. See that nigga's shoulders now? <laughs> he don't get bullied anymore. Rashad is ready to move on. We insulted two of his faves. I'm sorry, Rashani. Rashani is downloading Bioshock the
0: Collection because it's free on the Epic store. Yep.
2: Uh Epic Store. I, I don't that.
0: give a fuck about Epic, this conversation. You store. know, 95% of the time, it 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 always turns out that the folks that I have on the shows with me have conversations that I don't give a fuck about. And <laughs> it happened throughout the dream team too. So I just yeah. do something <laughs> else.
1: Yeah, and like okay, I I will say this. You do you do 100% have me pegged when it comes to um to talking shit about E40. I like I don't have any love for E40 at all. I like guess what? The nigga raps in cursive and then when you talk about all of the the slang and stuff that he came up with, nigga, I heard the double dutch bus before like I,
2: the quiet taste.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean, know that's it, a, it, you know, but well, a Jones s-
2: says nobody can out-rap E40. That's his thing. No one can out-rap E-40.
1: Why would anybody try? Because he's just going to say a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't make any fucking sense. But he makes it sound cool because he raps in cursive.
2: I feel like you're judging
1: (laughs) E-40. I don't think that's
2: accurate.
1: I I think you just don't like his style. I don't I don't like we, we're uh, we're not you're 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 not hearing me you don't have to think anything I'm telling you this <laughs> 100% telling you this I don't dig E40's music I there's maybe a couple of songs that I like and that's that's
2: it E40's in acquired style like Twisted. no E 40s is the
0: choir style like Magoo, and that's the reason why I'm better than Scar because I actually listened to Magoo after he finished whining about his punk ass.
1: No, no, so, <laughs> I mean, no I've, heard, I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of E forty. I just don't dig it. Like you know what I mean? it's not for me. Like but, me and Magoo. Yeah, so I mean, I feel I, like
2: comparing E forty to Magoo's insulting E forty.
1: It really is. I would <laughs> say so.
0: I would say so, but I didn't do the comparison. You did. No, what I'm saying is that somebody you <laughs> like is Magoo and Mace. Yeah, So yeah,
1: Mace is dope though. <laughs> Mace, Mace. Okay, let's 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 be fucking clear. <laughs> there is there is nothing. There's <laughs> nothing when 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 Mace was on it and he was on his shit. There was nothing in the world that E40 could do with Mace. Nothing. Especially if we're talking Murder Mace. Murder Mace would fucking destroy E40. Like yeah, what are we talking F-40. about? What are we talking about here? what the fuck? Murder Mace
0: would kill E-40. You know what? This Murder Mace guy might have, but that's the same as saying, hey, you know what? Joe Button, back when he was mixtape Joe Button, couldn't be stopped. So what? The nigga put out Pump It Up first. Yeah. He might have done a bunch of great mixtapes, but the first thing he put out was fucking Pump It Up. and That shit was a jam.
2: I don't give a fuck
1: what you say.
0: Yeah. No, what I'm saying is this. It wasn't no murderous mixtape uh mood music type shit.
1: I was I was never really up on a lot of that stuff. So like I I can't really speak for Joe Button and Joe Button fans. Like, so I gotta let that ride. I don't, I don't know
0: what I'm saying is this anything you have to say about Mace was from a mixtape, right? No, no I mean, just tape. like
1: just just like early Mace and and yeah. And I, I mean,
0: think it wasn't
1: Harlem World Mace, right? Harlem I World was dope. Harlem World Mace would, I think Harlem World Mace would put foot in ass on E40.
2: He's, I mean, he's not beating E40 in a battle, but I think the music's
1: better. If you, if no, if you put them, put them in a versus, if you put Don't them ever. in a versus, that shit is over with. You put them in a versus, Mace would destroy E40 in a versus. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Because those there's so many okay, songs, look, there's so many all, E-40 Brandon, songs you saying, that didn't you make saying, it out of California, uh, but there's so many Mace songs that made it worldwide. What are we Mace talking songs, about
0: here? Okay, yeah, we're going to do this real quick. Let's
1: see. <laughs> we, are, we are not going to do gonna this. going to take
0: time out for this real quick. We are not going to do this. Mace has a dollar sign in his name, right? Okay, cool. I found him. So,
2: Mason Beth,
0: welcome back. Brief, stretch, shake.
1: I'm not I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you. Don't, don't.
0: I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm looking at his songs. How'd you how'd you start with welcome back? Because I'm looking at the top songs on, on Spotify. You mean They're like I this on Spotify. Uh, feel
2: so good? What you want feel from so me good is, total?
0: Okay, I know tell me what you want. Tell me why what are you, you over you there looking
2: at me? me. Why are you over there looking at me? Why well, you're you standing in there?
0: Wait, isn't it while my girl's standing there? Okay, so I know those three. Yeah. But what I'm doing 24 hours was, to live mm-mm. with the locks and Black Rock, DMX. Mm-mm. What I'm saying is this Mesa stuff, yeah, it might have went worldwide, but it went worldwide also on the strength of Bad Boy. Yes. E-40 uh, was so, he was so published. So when you okay. say it didn't make it out of Cali, that's like saying Master P shit
1: didn't make it out of New Orleans. OK, but I'm just saying like uh, that's but, but I'm not saying what, a, what I'm win. saying, what I'm saying is if you put them in a versus the the songs that hit nationally it are the songs that, not have 20. Song. Oh, he does have 20 songs. Those, those are the songs that are going to actually hit with everyone. The E40 songs that are actually going to score points are. The crunk ones. The, the ones that, the ones, I mean, Sprinkle Me might, and then that might be a point, but the the Lil John songs is what's going to propel him in a versus. Because those are the ones that everybody else knows, other than y'all Cali niggas. So you don't know Tommy When to Go?
2: No, I don't know that yeah. off the name.
1: Yeah. But I know that mostly from the from the from the remix with Lil John is what I'm saying.
2: That's why I know this. Yeah, E40's not beating Mason in, in a fucking versus. Now, if you include his bad boy, Not if you include like his shit on the Diddy's album, no, he's not beating him.
1: But I don't think if, Mace and, if can if see John him in the battle. The song, he would get, Lil Jon produced that song in the beginning. Battle. Little John produced that song to begin with. Like I said, the Little John songs will actually propel him in a versus. There's not a whole lot outside of Little John songs in Sprinkle Me that's actually really going to do anything. You think that yep, nope shit is actually gonna work in a fucking versus? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I watched the one with him and Too Short, I ain't know most of that. Shit. Like, you know what I mean? I was no, too telling- sure
2: has one platinum single his whole career, Mace has one, two, three, four, five,
1: and six two, platinum two, singles. Too Short, two actually, short no, it's more also- than that. Also, he, people, singles. People know some. People know some too short, but like people really got to know Too Short when he moved to fucking Atlanta and started working with who Lil Jon.
2: It's not an insult to you, Rashawn. Everybody has their local I'm rappers.
0: Not insulted. <laughs> what I said, all <laughs> what <laughs> I said initially was.
1: Scar. He, said, he said, "Y'all, y'all, <laughs> we, it's a, it's not an insult to your little local ass rappers, nigga. Like, it's all good.
2: Stars <laughs> like that with his Virginia rappers, probably. Oh, I know. Scar heard, like is. Them bums too.
0: This is exactly how we got the Scar Loves Cox episode of the Dream Team, my nigga. I know this <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I still hate that title. I don't know why you fu- decided to fucking do it." <laughs> <laughs>
0: You were talking about how
1: much you enjoy Cox Communications. Right. And it yeah. came to Scarlop's Cox. And Cox Communications. C O X. Y'all the only ones laughing. I'm... <laughs> hey, this <laughs>
0: nigga about this, Funny. This, this nigga's three seconds away from on everything I love, dog. <laughs>
1: I mean, I can't own everything I love, but I, I can't. I can't cash the fuck out. Like <laughs> he does cash out. My, Scar, attention. you talk
2: about how much you like Timberland, you like Pharrell, you like
1: Missy. You I, big on your I enjoy I enjoy Timberland and Pharrell and Missy for a lot of their production and songwriting. There's not a whole lot a whole lot of their songs that I really care that much about. I love the production. I love how it sounds. I how love did, how. How do we get
0: to this? Uh, Honestly, I mean, if, like, if, what if statement do we have to lead to this conversation? We were um, talking about fucking Shay and, the, and, and the illness. And then we it, went
1: to, it went to it went to Tupac, and then
0: no, because Brandon was saying he was listening to so- Slow Burn, and Tupac isn't as good as Biggie. But how do we get there? You said uh, because
1: about there something. was a there was an Eminem reference, and I said Eminem. Uh, oh right, because yeah. I was talking about the, the the yeah uh, there's on social social media. Soldier soldier on social media yeah. about how
0: eminem we're, is mount rushmore
1: no and then but also we were talking about shay being a soldier and then he said something about we a soldier yeah and then that led us to eminem and i said eminem was doing sounds like tupac, best, tupac. Uh, if you have you ever heard soldier not in a long time bruh if you listen to that song he if he sounds his his cadence in the way that he's rapping it's so tupac it doesn't make any sense like I, I love
0: how you paused because you know I was going to put it on. Yep. Like, that's a good phrase. I'm a oh, yeah, I was skip past this shit. Guns, never was the case until I graduated to and got the rap of a villain The weapon concealing. You Took the image of a thong captured a villain, willing to stick out my neck for respect. If it meant life or death, never lived it. I can't hear anybody but him when he rests. Because of the end of the words that he does,
1: I can't. No, that is the Tupac part. That is, is very you know Tupac. <laughs> that is very <laughs> Tupac. Mama, can you film it? Okay.
0: But he <laughs> does that on all of his songs, though.
1: That, the, 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 the something, to feeling, the wet, the ceiling. Like, that, that's that very is he does, Tupac. But he does that, that the, same thing on I am, you
0: know, I am whatever you say I am. He does that same cadence.
1: Yes, but it's not. That's a little bit slower, though. It's yeah, it's a little bit slower, and it's not. It's not as blatantly Tupac as
2: this. That was very Tupac. I never even thought about that till you said it. So I can't <laughs> not hear it. <laughs> I, I heard whatever. it the first that time. Very Tupac. Dr. Dre are so right
0: They are amazing. The
1: nigga should never rap again. <laughs> but, okay, is it, is it Dr. Dre or is it Mailman? Like, we need to start actually, like, crediting these things where it properly goes. Because, like, a lot of stuff that we recredit to Dr. Dre is really Mailman. And a lot of stuff that we credit to, uh, to Timbaland is really Danger Hands. And we need to make sure that we credit the right fucking people. Because, like, yes, he may have produced the song, but one of these motherfuckers actually made the beat. Like, I'm
2: gonna credit
1: Dr. Dre. All right. I mean, Dr. Dre has been getting credit for all Mailman stuff so far. Like, so that, that
2: the way be- I am. It, the only person who got a credit for producing that is um Eminem. Really? Dr. Dre and Mailman did Who Knew Kill You? The real Slim Shady. Remember me, I'm back. Uh, a bunch of other songs, but
1: so he he made the beat himself?
2: The only person who's got producer credit on The Way I Am is Eminem.
0: Really? Remember, that was that span of time where he was producing music.
2: And then like all of his... Yeah, so Eminem production and mixing. He did both. Wow. Dr. Dre was the executive producer. This song is for anyone. That's, That's a pretty good beat, beat. M&M. Shut up and listen. Hey yo, I sit back with this pack of zigzags in this bag.
0: Okay, it's not as pronounced, but it's it's still there.
1: Yeah, and, but the the thing about it is, like, you start to lose it because he keeps that cadence through the whole song.
0: Yeah, but and so, he, he does it through so, the inflections and everything too. And the easy lead the beat,
1: but that but that also. Also, that shit right there can also be contributed to Philly niggas. Philly niggas do that shit too, real strong.
0: We need to give more credit to Philly niggas because Black Thought is incredible.
1: And incredible, and I mean there's there's a few others.
0: Yeah, yeah. Beans Freeway. Yeah, yeah. I, I think really Beans would have be been so were. much was better, better if he had like away no from charisma
2: Jay-Z. at all. Who? Who Black Thought? No. Why is he not
1: bigger than he is? I don't want to how you know what.
0: It's just the way it turns out. Like honestly, I think that he gets lost in the whole of the roots.
1: Yes, I think that's what it is because he came in with the roots, and the roots is a band, and as a band, it stands out by itself mm-hmm. to rap because there's not really a whole lot of rap bands. Uh, and so, like, he just kind of got, you know, in and, and at one point they had a a, a few different rappers with him. So, like, you know, like with Malik B and like other people, like, you know, and they do so much as far as like backing people up and stuff like that, that he can kind of get lost in the shuffle. But when that motherfucker is on, he is home.
2: Oh, my name know. used to be
1: Square Roots. Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where Roots came from.
2: I'm glad they changed that dumb shit. They would have got nowhere named the Square Roots. (laughs) Man, if
0: I had a dollar for every bad music or uh, band name that a big band had before they changed it over, I'd have a lot of money.
1: I mean, Scarfinger was supposed to be my rap name. Oh, I know.
0: Scarfinger. Mm Mm-hmm. I my just, my, I just, my just reading was, Biggie's uh, autobiography.
1: My Biggie's was, biography. My rap career was very short lived, like very.
0: He had another name before he before he became Biggie Smalls, and it was notorious. dumb too. Nope, it wasn't notorious. It was something stupid.
1: Uh, now you have to say
0: it. I got to go find it. Um, oh, okay,
1: so you don't remember what it was?
0: No, I just know it was stupid. Um, and they were like, you should change it.
1: I can't remember what um, uh, Skills did a, a Drink Champs and he said about meeting Pharrell at the, f- the first time and he said what Pharrell's rap name was at that time and it was the funniest shit ever until he just went with his own name and just called it a fucking day but I'm going to look and see if I can find it
0: Yeah <clears throat> So Siobhan's friend Terry gets back to the apartment and sends a message to Siobhan to come out and join him, which, you know, means he's gonna fucking die. And Ferdinand shows up, and Ferdinand is a boss.
1: Ferdinand is like, at, at this point in the series, every time Ferdinand shows up, it's a motherfucking party. I'll exactly. fucking love, I fucking love that dude. He's like when Method Man shows up in Belly. Like, you know something is gonna fucking happen here. Is this the illest <laughs>
0: nigga in Canada? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, like yo, every time Ferdinand shows up, it's about it's about to be a problem for somebody.
0: And he shows up, and he's like, "Hey, first of all, before I even start talking about what this nigga said, before I talk about how he got the information or try to get the, informa- the information out of Terry, it ain't even Ferdinand who's putting in the work. It's another nigga who has <laughs> a." surge protector the, the the heavy pin plug of a surge protector and the nigga is swinging it like a fucking lasso and just walloping Terry in the face with it and that thing just looks so fucking heavy you can hear the flesh thuds as he's swinging it around with this gleeful grin on his face it was wild that boy yeah, so when um, Siobhan and Sarah get there, Ferdinand's gone, and the plug the plug is literally dripping blood because they beat the shit out of him. They beat the shit out of him like there's this movie called Fresh.
1: I don't remember Fresh. I remember, you know, it was a Chess. Movie. I remember Chess. I remember Sam Jackson, a little boy. And I don't remember nothing else about that. Well, there Didn't was a this, scene. Was, wasn't John Carlo exposito in that shit too?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was the big uh, boss in the, in the movie, but there was a scene where the boy is talking to this guy named Corky about eyes, about Isaiah Washington, his character. And mm-hmm. bottom line is Corky pulls out a big ass chain. And whips them niggas with a chain. And all you hear is a sound of a thud on flesh over and over again. Man. But uh, Terry's near death. He lives just long enough to whisper the prisoner's name to Siobhan. And she's like, they're done. Nothing to do here. Let's go home. So Sarah's like, fuck that shit. And swipes up Terry's phone that he dropped without anybody noticing it. Also, it wasn't Biggie who had the stupid name. I got to keep looking. Because Biggie's name initially was just Biggie Smalls.
1: Yeah, but uh, he had to change it because of the, the character on Let's Do It Again.
0: Yeah. Um, on the street outside, Sarah tells Felix they have more to do, and she checks Terry's phone and finds the calls that he made that day and recalls a number and tells the person on the other line that she's Miss S and arranges to meet up with him. Uh, Donnie goes back home to find the drugs, and Helena's like, you've been bruised, baby ox. And she gets the truth out of him about what happened, including that she he's like, Yeah, they came and were looking for the drugs, and they took this hydrogen tank.
1: Baby Billy. They took my babies.
0: And he was like, I guess there's more to the story than I knew. And basically at that point, all you hear is the alarm from fucking kill Bill. Um, and she explains how the Johansons took the eggs from her and fertilized them and put them frozen into the tank. And she's like, I want my babies back. Chilies. So they go to uh, <laughs> pouches. And Cosima goes to Delphine and Dyad, and they're both concerned that Shay is a spy. Like, who the fuck pulled up this paperwork? How is Delphine convinced? And Shay is like, me too. Like, I'm sorry. I'm back on it. I don't understand how you could just jump out the ship of somebody that you cared about that quickly. I don't. I don't like it. It's stupid. Like, this is a bad look for Cosima.
2: Well, no. This one I understand. Because she's fucking paranoid. And so... She was already worried, like she, you know, she's she went out on a a random date and then finally this girl comes up and then it looks like she's in the military. Like she's just fucking paranoid.
0: I get but she's paranoid because of the information that that Delphine gave her. Yeah. Like if I'm if okay, so if I am working thought if I'm I'm working for my ex-girlfriend, and right after my ex-girlfriend accepts my resignation and fires my homeboy. For S and G's, and then she's like, "Oh, by the way," and throws a document at me that says my current girlfriend is a fucking spy. I don't think I'm going to give that a lot of credence.
1: Yeah, yeah but because, you're missing, because because you're because step. you should because you should be in the in the know. Like, hey, my ex girlfriend is a fucking hater.
2: Exactly. Yeah, but you're in the, y'all are missing a step earlier in the process. She brought up to her like, you know. You don't even like you don't even like you don't even know like who this person is. And yeah, which made her, her sister. Like, I, I
0: didn't forget that.
2: And then Sarah, I think Sa- somebody else, uh, well, I don't know if it was Sarah, maybe it was um Sarah Felix. was like, get yours girl. I think it was Felix and someone just was like, go out there and get out there, but be careful or something like that. So she's been
1: weary from the beginning. No, no, no. She's she met Shay because of Felix. Let's be honest. Like, yes, Felix, Felix was the one who took the picture of her and put it on the fucking app. hmm
0: What I'm saying is. If in this situation, I would trust Sarah, I would trust Allison, I would even trust Helena, but I would not trust
2: Delphine. Would you trust yourself? See, I, would, yeah, oh, I remember. That, she that, didn't say anything about being in the military. Shay said, I'm a holistic healer. I'm, right. all, I'm all about this. I'm all about healing. Right. And then you see but a then, picture
1: of her with a fucking beret on? Okay, so then there's this other part. Remember when Kasima decided that she needed to get some get some um some help on Delphine in case Delphine ever fucking flipped up and she researched and she did all of the background checks and all of that shit herself. And she told Delphine the same time that she told Delphine that she needed to care about all of them and not just her. When she put her on this mission, she said, if you don't do this, I have enough dirt on you to destroy you. Be- Why? Because she did the fucking research herself. So we know that she can. With she she just decided the fuck not to. Yeah, because she was sprung off her pussy. Sprung on the cat.
2: So, Sorry, she fucked true. Shay the first night she met her. And then been hey, living over that. there. Autonomy is autonomy. No, and then been living over there. And she's known her
0: for like a week. Hey, that sounds like every, what they call them niggas, hobosexuals? <laughs> 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 like them niggas in the winter who fall in love with a girl just so they can stay in the house? Yeah, because they a whole ass house.
1: When was the last time we saw Casima in her place?
0: That is true. We ain't seen. Uh, she lives in fucking Minnesota.
1: But remember, she had a place w- when her and Delphine met. She had a place there where she was staying.
0: Yeah, and then all of a sudden she was
2: at Felix's spot. Yeah,
1: for a that long was Felix's time.
2: house. Wasn't she fucking the Felix's bed?
0: Yeah, she Felix was. was teasing her. Yeah, she was. And he, he was like, "Yo, this blanket smell like ass." So was Sarah and Paul, by the way. Yeah, but I mean, I just I I I would look at my ex girlfriend and then I would give my girlfriend the benefit of the doubt and that she ain't done shit to me. Not yet. Like no, but a lot not of relationships paranoid. get ruined through paranoia. Yes, that's yeah exactly. But Thank my you paranoia is, but my my paranoia is not going to be piqued by somebody who I don't even know if they like me anymore.
2: You're not a fucking clone with people trying to attack you and kill you, particularly the mil- U.S. military or some some
1: military. We didn't know if it was U.S. They never say U.S. Some military. Um, they they do insinuate that it's the U.S. military because when. Um, when Paul has to meet with the guy, the shady fucking dude, uh, he's meeting him in Arlington. Like, what
2: the fuck is oh, in Arlington?
1: Yeah. The Pentagon.
2: The so. Pentagon. So yeah, the U.S. military. And then you see this white woman who claims to be a holistic. Who's the last person that you think would be in the fucking military? A holistic motherfucking white woman. No. If I uh, see that, this,
0: it white wouldn't woman, be the last person, like, person I would think. Honestly,
2: just being I'm about honest, the soul and being free. Because on,
0: honestly, honestly. Folks can go into the military and see some shit and change their entire lives based on what they've experienced, or based on what they saw in other countries.
2: Yeah, but I think the thing we're saying is, was saying that was this saying that she's in the military, or she was. I, say, I she think was. I, well, they I think the she thing was. said it was in the military. I thought it was but the I
1: picture. Think, I think I think it kind of comes to a head where we actually get the answer. On I think it's the next episode. Oh, okay. I, I watched. The, I went ahead and watched the next episode. So.
0: Yeah, I, I was. I was going to, but you know, I didn't. Um, but yeah, Casima goes to Delphine, and they're both concerned that she's a spy for Caster. That Shay's a spy, and Casima does agree with what Delphine said earlier. She can't really quit Dyad, and they all need Caster gone. But you know, they need to know who tipped off Caster that Scott had Doctor Moreau, and Casima's like. Sarah, Felix, and Dr. E- and Mrs. Esther in London looking for the castor original. And Delphine didn't know that, so she looked upset. And she was like, You know what? You wouldn't have had to do this shit if you had just left the fucking book with me in the first place.
1: Which is the God honest truth. Which is fact. If you, wouldn't, if you wouldn't have, if you would have, if you would have trusted me that, I, that I'm still doing everything in your best interest and I'm still yeah. doing the thing that you told me to do, mm-hmm. everything would be fine.
0: So I see these shows I've been watching. I've finished all of uh, Burn Notice and now I'm watching Prison Break. And one thing that I've noticed in each of these shows, oh, and Scrubs.
1: I I in got that, I got I stopped watching Burn Notice at a certain point. You I couldn't I could not figure out where I stopped in order to pick it back up.
0: Yeah, just watch it on Voodoo. it's all there. Um, but one of the things that I realized is that each of these shows will have a relationship that is outside of the main characters that will be there. So then the main characters can do something else with their time. But then, whenever the two main characters need to get back together, the breakup will be over something ignorantly stupid, and mm-hmm. then the two main characters will get back together, and that's what it feels like right here.
1: Um, just wait,
0: okay, cool. So, uh, Donnie <laughs> and Helena go to Pouchy's uh, with Helena presenting herself as Allison, and how does she do that just by putting on a beanie
2: and um. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> she, she presented herself as Allison. <laughs> With pink for like guy. two seconds, <laughs> right?
0: And um, Donnie is like, "Yo, you just stay in the car. I'll take care of this." And he goes in, and they're talking shit uh, and laugh at Donnie when Donnie asks for for their money for his money back. Um, they do give back the nitr- the nitro the nitrogen sorry nitrogen tank. I don't know why sometimes I stumble over words, but they give back the nitrogen tank. Um and Helena comes in. She knocks on the door. They're like, it's his wife. She comes in. She's talking. They're like, yo, what the fuck's wrong with your voice? And she's like, I, I got a cold. And they're like, all right. Um, <laughs> right?
1: The cold I that gives you a completely pee. different accent?
0: Right, and so they give him uh, the nitrogen tank back, and uh, Donnie's like, hey, what about the money? And they look at each other and laugh, and they're like, we own you now. You're going to loan the money for win. us. Really, that Donny Hathaway?
1: That, that was random. That was right? random as fuck.
0: Right? Huh? You know, that's one person from the old school that I can honestly say that I wish I listened to more of.
2: He got one song this Christmas.
1: No, nah, no way. No, nah, what's your comment? What's it what called? Um, um, what the fuck is the? Uh, I can't think of the name of the of the, of the song. Hold on.
0: This Christmas. Nah, man. He's got to have something
1: else. He has some songs, but it's like it's not songs that everybody knows. This. Someday, Someday We'll All Be Free, uh, Little Ghetto Boy.
0: This is the song I know from him.
1: I song. It sounds, it sounds, all right, so I've heard this song before, but it sounds like I've heard like an it, intro to a rap song. No, 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 no. I've heard this because it was in a Spike Lee movie. Like that's why. Yeah, what that The
2: way it was in the game, the Dream song. Hey, dreams. All, yes,
1: dreams.
0: But what I do know about Donnie is that his daughter Layla Hathaway.
1: It's fucking phenomenal. Yes. I'm one of my favorite pastimes. On the internet is watching people on reaction channels do a reaction to the song that she did with Snarky Puppy and waiting for that moment where she self harmonizes. It is fucking phenomenal. And to see the look on everybody's face, it's like.
0: Layla she, Hathaway is a goddess.
1: She harmonizes by herself. Mm-hmm. So. She sings. Two different notes by herself.
2: Yeah, she probably just recorded it twice.
1: So, no, no, this is a live no, this is recording. Live. This is live recording. She can do this. I mean, it's, it's really called overtone singing, but like, but yes, she, bruh, it's amazing. Is I think the I think the song is called something. And yes yes look that shit up as layla hathaway and snarky puppy something but do the video not just don't just listen to it do the video so you can actually see she does that shit and look what everyone else's reaction tells you that yo she just fucking did that shit
0: so um pouchy's like they gonna launder money now y'all are basically like the white folks in ozark um, your drug business is over. If we see y'all doing drug, if we see y'all selling anywhere, we're going to pull up to Oscar and a school, my nigga. That's what Pouchy's niece said. And as soon as she said that, Helena stopped and handed Donnie the tank and shoved him out the door and was like, you should not threaten babies.
1: Yeah, uh, Helena had a fool. What you say about my mama? Bummer.
0: Right. And these fools are laughing like, the fuck Allison gonna do? That ain't she, Allison, my
1: nigga. She get she gave this nigga the tank, pushed him out the fucking door, and locked it. Yo, when she when she when she pushed him out the door, I was like, oh shit.
2: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you threatened baby. You threatened baby.
1: It's on now.
0: So Delphine decides because you know. Her and Kasima are on the same page again, I guess. And she's like, I'm going to get in with her real good. Goes to Shay's house with some guards. And threatens yeah. to torture her for information on Shay spying. But in the way that she threatens her is literally by telling her about shit that she knew nothing about, like Castor. And then she starts running water in a bathtub. And she's like, yeah, a girl in my school tried to commit suicide by slashing her wrist. But she didn't mm-hmm. cut the artery on her feet, too the fuck, oh, Delphine? You, you ain't hard.
1: Delphine Del- is a doctor. Right? But you ain't hard. So she knows, she knows nigga, look, where all to I'm gonna cut. Say,
0: okay, all I'm going to say is this. Yeah, she know where to cut. But obviously, one of these two motherfuckers in this combat situation is a soldier. One, of these why two motherfuckers
1: has one why you bring guards. As guards, that's why she two, brought guards with one her. One of these two motherfuckers has two large male guards to that keep should the not situation hit women. under control. That should not hit women, but like they'll, they'll, they'll let a bitch cut a bitch.
0: Yeah. So Donnie is assuring Allison by phone that everything is fine when Helena walks out of punch. She's holding the detached paper cutter blade <laughs> and covered in blood, like. The jacket is ruined. And she,
1: <laughs>
0: she handed him a bag and was like, I got a refund.
1: Justice from Vic, my nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: and uh at home, she thanks Donnie for saving her babies. And Allison gets home. And and Donnie, before Allison gets home, Donnie's like, You should probably go get in a shower. Get all that off of you. Like, take that whole blood thing off before Allison gets here. And her and Donnie, Allison gets home, and she comes as he's uh, stacking money in the freezer. And she and Donnie find out the bag from Pouchy was more than their refund a whole lot. They must have got like a million dollars. Probably more than that. She probably took everything that they had. Yep. I mean, what? And she was like, she said, ain't nobody alive to come after you.
1: But, like we needed the pills. Cause we still want to be drug dealers. Like, right. Nah, you you don't need, need the to votes. be drug dealers. If you got all the money, you nah, need the votes. To, we still want to be drug dealers.
0: And votes. They important. Very. I'm as we know, Gracie didn't go to a doctor's appointment. She meets up with Mark. And as she's standing in the tunnel waiting to meet up with Mark, she calls Casima to say that she's sorry, but they told her that they could save that she could save Mark. If she told them where the book was, but my nigga for real, out of everybody you gonna call, you gonna call Casima. Right after Kasima almost is is getting Shay set up to be killed, that's who you just yeah. happened to call. call. Is Kasima? She called- no,
1: she called her. Well, she said she called her because Kasima was the Kasima one. Kasima was always nice kid. to
0: her. Yeah, right. So you're gonna skip past calling Helena, who you've been through the fires with. You're gonna skip past calling she already, Allison. Uh, she already hugged. She,
1: she already she hugged, hugged them. Yes, and hugged
0: she hugged them. them. She confessed to Kasima. Make it make sense. She didn't call Sarah and confess. She, no, it's convenient because then Casimo quickly calls Delphine to tell her it wasn't Shay. She
1: didn't know that was about to happen. She didn't know what was going to happen.
0: What I'm saying is this whole thing from a writer's standpoint is very on-the-nose convenient. Yes,
1: it is very convenient, but if you're going to tell somebody something, you're going to tell the one that was the nicest to you. No, I it... wouldn't. When you're, when you're a naive ex prolethean um, like you know, what I mean, like sh- you, she's gonna go to the person who was nice to her, and let's be honest, like the person who was the 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 person who we saw be nice to her really was Felix. Except for Felix didn't really want to fucking deal with her in the beginning. So like the only person that was nice to her from beginning to end was Casima.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I'm still not calling her first. I don't live with her. I'm not around her. I don't know anything about her. But I know these two. If I'm gonna apologize to somebody, Scar. Okay. Cool. Let's do this. I I, I think. Let's do this. Let's do this. That's like me talking to you, and this, this like me. Yes. This like me talking to you and Brandon and Jay, and
2: then calling. Chase. Why would she call Sarah when Sarah's in Europe?
1: No, I think, I think, I mean, I, mean, I think when she placed that fucking phone call, she should have placed it to, to Felix. But then again, of
0: course, Felix, Felix is, is in London. Right. Yeah, so well, she's not going to call them. But what I'm saying is look, out of everybody I'm calling, it ain't going to be somebody I barely know because they were nice to me. She wasn't there when they were dancing, she wasn't there for any of that.
1: Yeah, but a people. When knew. was she nice to her? When did they meet? When they brought her in to do those tests, and then that's when yeah. they gave her. The, that's when they gave her, and that's when they gave her the bad news that whatever Mark did to her, it yeah, her did livers. that. Helped her through that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was the one who told Casima uh, like that. She kind of felt bad that she doesn't feel bad about not being able to have kids. Yeah,
2: they had a the moment. Stop judging.
0: I will not. It's it's too convenient, fam.
1: It but, is but how, how else are we supposed to get this? Like there was there, the other people that she could have called and she probably should have called. They were all in London.
0: But it her and Mark, after she tells uh Kasima that I that I told him about the book. I did this. Look at me. Basically, in a nice voice, uh, gives Casima enough time to quickly call Delphine to tell her it wasn't Shay; it was Gracie. And so Delphine, after threatening her and talking about Caster and all this other stuff, is just like, "My bad."
2: we don't mean, know what she said. She just left. No, they cut to um, her. No, they cut. They cut, of, cut to her putting the razor away.
1: Yep. But we don't. We don't know if anything was said after that.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't know what she said.
1: But there's there's a resolution for that next episode too.
0: And so Terry's friend picks up Sarah and Felix and it's Cassoff, another old friend of Siobhan's. And uh, he knows the prisoner that they want, Kendall Malone, a criminal charged with murder and was eventually let out on parole. And he takes him to Kendall's address. Um, And after Sarah and Felix walk away, Ferdinand finds Cassoff and is like, yo. Because Cassoff's in a taxi cab and uh, Cassoff tells him, I'm not taking any fares and Fils is like our uh, Ferdinand is like I think you could take one more my nigga
1: Throat's method split. man I told you method man and like the 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 method man part no they go away and then afterwards they when they come back they show that the throat was slit when he's on the phone mhm he did so Ferdinand because, because because what you calling calls him um, because Delphine calls him, right?
0: No, he calls Delphine to say he's following Sarah in London. And and they both okay. agree yeah. that they should get together and and get off on the right foot. Right. Um, Sarah goes into Kendall's apartment and discovers not a man, but a crotchety old woman uh, who says she's Kendall Malone. And Siobhan uh, follows Sarah and joins her. Um, and it turns out that Kendall Malone is Siobhan's mother. Not only that, that
1: oh, oh, that that is. Um, remember when you said last week you said that the number was the G code, uh, and I said the G stands for something else, grandma,
0: grandma. And not only mm-hmm. that, she's the one who killed Siobhan's husband, John Sadler, with gardening shears back when Siobhan was seventeen, and she was like, "Yo, he was getting at you when you were fucking seventeen. That's gross." Um, but Kendall is hostile and brutal and. And she's more than happy to have killed John because he was drunk and a fucking pikey, which (laughs) is not nice. me
1: instantly think of Snatch.
0: Right? Not nice. Because
1: those are the only kind of pikeys I know.
0: Yeah, it's a slur, fam.
1: Yeah, it's like, they're like gypsies.
0: Also a slur, fam.
1: Gypsies is a slur? Yes. I mean, it's not a word that I use. but Yeah, just but
0: yeah, it's it's a slur, oh,
1: which shit, is how man.
0: the the phrase getting gypped. Yeah. I can see
1: that. I, I just didn't realize that that was a slur. My oh, yeah, man.
0: for sure. And so uh, Sarah asked about Professor Duncan. I didn't,
1: and, I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> and
0: Kendall explains that the Duncans came through the prison testing inmates, sangles for cancer research, but Kendall never believed them. Uh, Ethan Duncan was looking for a donor a male one but found her and Siobhan was like how the fuck that work and she was like well because I had a male twin who I absorbed in the in the womb when I was formed so I'm a chimera she has two cell lines in her body and Siobhan who's still mad at the killer of her husband is ready to shoot Kendall but Sarah's like no this is really the castor original and also the Lita original and because she's Lita we need her and so they all leave. And,
1: and here, and that is where the thing that I said earlier in the season on the show, I fucked that up. I said, remember back on the farm when Mark was mad about, um, about, uh, Hendrik, Heinrich putting his, you know, combining his sperm with Helena and put it in Gracie. I said, well, why didn't he just put Mark's in? You know what I mean? So that they can recreate the original. That's I. I said that, not realizing that I was spoiling something. That that if she would have put, if he would have put Helena and Mark together, that's that's getting something close to the original. I said that. And that's how I said I said that, not realizing that I was spoiling that much about this situation. But I know most people, it just didn't really go there. But I felt bad that I said that. So that's what that's what I was saying. And that's what I said in the earlier episode, because, yeah, things, things.
0: And so they set her place on fire and Kendall's like, of course, she sets my fucking place on fire to make sure that none of Kendall's DNA is left behind. And they did. i in seen the episode.
1: One more episode. This next episode, I was watching at work. And when it was over, like, I, it wasn't necessarily the way that it ended, but, like, I almost stood up and clapped at work. Like, I was like, that's how you fucking do this shit. That's how you fucking, like, really sum all of this shit up. Because, you know, the, the previous episode to this one was very much a bridge episode. And it led us to all of this. So, like, I like the way that they had a, I like the way that they 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 ended all things in the next episode. For the season finale. The season finale. the season finale.
0: Brandon, you got anything? Nope. Scar, you got anything?
1: Not a thing. Hey, hey, I got a question.
0: I got a question for Mr. Panda Bear.
1: Oh Go my hey, god. Hey, I explained. Yeah, that's Stevie Wonder. I explained that I explained that scene to my therapist this morning and she could not stop laughing. She also said she was proud of me, and that made me almost cry. Like, I, I got teary, but I didn't actually cry. But, like, you know, that's the, that's the, this is the first time in a while that someone has said that they're proud of me. Really? Um, and, like, yeah, it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's just things. Like, you know, life is stressful. You know um, what?
0: Hey, look at me. Look at me. Like, right now. I'm looking at you. Michael, I think you're doing fantastic. Like, you were such a talented fucking person. Between the baking, the, the the candles, the forays and the soap, like the things you do for your family, the time you take out for Pooh Bear, the work that you put in on yourself, the growth that you've had in 10 to 12 years, the way that you're open to communication and the way that you are open to yourself and the others, the way that you care for people so deeply, but you can't really say it. I think you're incredible. I do. And I never really get a chance to say it, but I think that you are just such A talented and amazing person from heaven to hell. I will walk with you because I know your path and I know where you've been, and I know that there's so much more in store for you. But I also know that you. I also know that you do not want to accept. Compliments. So I never compliment you, which means I have 10 fucking years of compliments for you, my nigga. And they are all heartfelt. I think that you are brilliant. And I think that honestly, if you really wanted to, you could put down everything else. And I think Brandon will co sign on this. You could put down everything else and become a fucking music professor right the fuck now. You are super, super, super super smart and you never take time out to acknowledge it or the stuff that you do for other people or the stuff that you do for your daughter or the stuff you do for your ex-girlfriend or the stuff you do for your ex-wife, just the loads that you carry because of your loyalty and your love is so just inspiring. You're such a great person. You're such a great man. And she's absolutely right to say she's proud of you because I am proud of you every single fucking day every day. And I would walk through hell to pull you back out of any hole that you get into because I know that you're worth it. I love you.
2: You should change your website to Bubbles, too. I didn't know you were selling soap. That's dope.
1: No, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm learning how to make soap. I'm learning how to make soap, but there's some... I want to make... Uh, you know, like I said, when I noticed that Donnie was doing hot process, as and I wanted to learn how to make cold process soap, but it requires and it, it it requires an investment in in materials that I just don't have right now. Um. So I'm so when I get around to it, I think I'm gonna start trying to buy all of the things that I need to buy piecemeal, and then once I actually get there, then I'm gonna actually do the thing. But I but I, I didn't know you were doing soap. That's cool. It's cool. I, I, would, I would, I've done. I've done melt and pour soap um, where this is really like, you know, you take the soap, you melt it down, you add in the, the fragrance and you add in the, um, you know, color, if you want to, um, I've been using mica powders, which is weird because the mica powders actually come off when you're, um, one of the soaps that I made is, um, is a male fragrance called black sea. And so I use like black, um, mica powder, but like, yeah but like when I'm using the soap like the the runoff from you looks kind of black and I'm like damn am I that dirty like that type of shit so like <laughs> I have to so I have to kind of use I I have to try to make sure that I use like soap dyes instead of uh always using mica powders but you know I that's something that I really want to do um you know I've 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 Pretty much, I've, I've mastered making candles and wax melts. I've mastered making cookies and baking some things. Um, I think it's just, an, and I've mastered uh, being a fluid artist. I think it's just something else for me to do. And it, it sucks because right now I still have a lot of art in me, but I don't have the room to set up and actually do the art and actually record it for the, for the YouTube page that I set up.
2: So now we gotta find you some grants.
0: Find me some too, my nigga.
2: I sent you some a while back. Yeah. We had this conversation. Send me more when you were about this before, right before consistently good. And I went online and I sent you some stuff.
0: Yeah, he did. He did. He's good people. So yeah. leave review on Spotify. I'm
1: glad. I'm glad you said something because this thing was about to make me cry. and I'm not about to cry on the show. But um, but yeah, thank, thank, thank you for that, Brandon.
0: Leave a review on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. Uh, you can also leave a review on uh, Podchaser. Copy and paste that in the Apple Podcasts and copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. Um, you can uh, donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or on buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app, you can leave a tip in the tip jar. Just a tip. Scar is on Twitter at uh, Scarfinger. Uh Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. Um, I'm on Twitter at Ratchet Book Club. Um, and the show is RTO Podcast. We also have a store where you can buy the t shirts and merchandise, things of that nature. So go ahead and support that.
1: Let me tell um, you about some some about that. I looked at my um, I looked at my delivery schedule for the shirt that I ordered, and it says it's supposed to be delivered Monday. Memorial Day. How the fuck is it supposed to be delivered Monday? They don't work on Monday, so apparently I'm getting it on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> you know, it might be an outside vendor, though. I found that that does happen, so we'll see.
1: True, true.
0: But, thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're gonna holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats, and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on makai.com, which is M-A-K-A-I-H dot com, or you can find his beat on the Free Music Archive.
2: This is Single Simulcast.